Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Get on the familia. If you're looking for a fun, feel-good listening experience, check out our podcast, Hanging with Los Otelos. My name is Shaboy Edgar, and this is my beautiful wife, Janet. Hi, guys. We're a bilingual Mexican-American married couple with two beautiful young daughters. We're ready to fully expose our life, discuss relationship drama, yours and ours, and fill you with faith, encouragement, and laughter. Se va a poner bueno, so come hang out with us. Listen to Hanging with Los Otelos on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For more info, visit losotelos.com. Open your hearts, loosen your butts. I got a bad case of couples therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situations, shits and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex, regrets, so feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Couples Therapy. I am Naomi. And I am Andy. And on this show, we bring you the very best sets from our live show, where we have comics who are close do sets together about their relationship. And, and this time, <laughs> we sh Andy shook up the opening, and I think you have to explain to everyone why you shook it up. I am obsessed. <laughs> I am obsessed. I, uh, yesterday I was hanging out with my friend Jeff and he introduced me to this clip. Now, maybe, uh, you might know Lights Camera Jackson. I know him because, uh, the, the last time I paid any attention, uh, he was like 10 years old and he was doing movie reviews. Yes. Like very Gene Shalit yeah, type. Ba baby Gene Shalit. <laughs> Lights Camera Jackson. Yeah. BGS. <laughs> baby Gene Shalit. 
If you don't know who Gene Shallot is, look him up. <laughs> but that was the novelty. I think he was on YouTube, mm-hmm. or he still is on YouTube. And he, as a 10-year-old, was doing like fun movie reviews. Like, wait till you see Goonies 2. It'll knock your socks off. But like an adult almost. Yeah. And Jeff and I were hanging out. He's like, have you ever seen this clip of him? And I will play you this clip right now. This is, uh, he's uh, about to review a movie. He's now in his teens. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case of Doctor Strange. Let me play that again. (laughs) Doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case of Doctor Strange. Doctor, doctor, (laughs) give me the news. I got a bad case of Doctor Strange. I must, I, 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 and then I showed this to, so Jeff showed this to me. I start dying. Right. I watch it another like 30 times. <laughs> Jeff leaves. He leaves. You're still left with the clip. Naomi, I show it to you. We watch it another 70 times. <laughs> we must have. I mean, you know, I haven't seen you this happy in weeks as you were watching Lights, Camera, Jackson lead into his Doctor Strange it's review. It's so funny to sing, to sing a, like that song. Right. And then just Doctor Strange. Yeah, just so flat, so sharp. Um, it isn't, re- other than the fact that the word doctor is in the song, there really isn't much of a connection. <laughs> and so it's like, what is, is this you trying to be whimsical? Lights, Camera, Jackson. This is my take. Lights, Camera, Jackson is self-aware. He's yeah. just having fun. He's goofing. He's goofing. I'm not. When I say this is funny to me, I don't. I hope people don't read it as making fun of him, because uh, uh, I think you should only make fun of the morally reprehensible in this world, <laughs> uh, and everyone else. Leave them off the table. I know. As far as YouTube children goes, he's very wholesome. Yes. So yes. it's like so he's leave, fine. Leave him alone. Ow. If you're coming for Lights, Camera, Jackson, step the fuck off, okay? That's all I have to say. We're having fun. We're laughing along with him. But it is so <laughs> amusing that that's his choice. It just fills me with joy Yeah, that he decided to say. And so then I started the hashtag LCJ challenge, the Lights, Camera, Jackson challenge. <laughs> And it's been Naomi. Yes. Can we call it an internet phenomenon yet? <laughs> I can say, Andy, you are truly creating culture in this moment with the Lights, Camera, Jackson challenge. If you would like to join in, you make a video of yourself singing a song that's <laughs> that may or may not have to do have anything to do with a movie. Yeah. For example, uh, this is the one I did: the hashtag LCJ challenge. It's raining, men. Hallelujah! It's raining. X-Men Origins Wolverine. So you get it. So you guys get it. Um, Take part. People are taking part. We are forming a community of lights, camera, jacks, and heads. I think it's just so funny. I'm obsessed with like how excited he was in singing the song. And he's got that like, when he says Doctor Strange, it's like, wow, you're so authoritative. He's really coming to his own at such a young age. Andy, do you see some of yourself in Lights, Camera, Jackson? Yes. I wish I had been more bold. Also, I didn't grow up in the YouTube age. Well, th- maybe thankfully. Who knows what kind of like <laughs> insane shit I would have dripped out into the internet if I had grown <laughs> oh, up. Oh, dripped out. <laughs> such a horrible way to describe it, but I guess truly accurate. Like stuff probably my parents would have put me into an asylum. <laughs> That would have been uh, American Horror Story, Asylum, Andy's Asylum. (laughs) Would you say Lights, Camera, Jackson is something that you're thankful for? You know what? That this has been brought into my life. Yeah. Would you call this a Thanksgiving miracle? 
I think I would call <laughs> Dr. Doctor, give me the news. I've got a bad case of Dr. Strange <laughs> to be truly the greatest gift anyone's ever given you because you don't stop laughing. It Every is, single time, there's a fresh new laugh. Yes. I will say this also. Jeff pointed out that the review he, for starting off the video like that, the review that Lights Camera Jackson gives is fairly negative. He hates he, it. Yeah, he's like, he literally hates it. Uh, <laughs> give me the news. I got a bad case of Doctor Strange, the worst film <laughs> to ever grace celluloid. He was so unhappy with it, and it was just—I think I was surprised. I just expected a small child who starts singing to just be like, "This movie was great." You know, he's never seen Sherlock. He doesn't know what to compare it to. He's having fun with that cape dancing around. <laughs> but no, he came through incisive. He came through with a hot take, and that's what impresses me most. So, yes, uh, if there's ever a holiday special mm -hmm. made out of this mm -hmm. called The Thanksgiving Miracle. Yes. About a YouTube clip that was brought into a, <laughs> a man's life who was like, he couldn't know joy anymore. Right. His heart was dead. Yep. He was uh, just, um, you know, just going through the motions of life. Mm -hmm. And then this clip comes into his world and suddenly it's like Pleasantville. Yes. Right? Suddenly it's all in color. Yes. <laughs> suddenly it's all in color. Am I, like, maybe I'm just, like, also old. Uh-huh. Maybe, like, being delighted by a clip online. Like, I've never been delighted by an online clip as much as this. Really? Yeah. This is wild to me. Nothing has captured me like I this. mean, you like dumb things. That's, like, truly your wheelhouse, your safe space, where it all comes together. But I just, I, of course, when you first showed it to me, I was like, that is hilarious. But I was like, okay, I kind of get it. But I will say this. I mean, that's how I know I love you. Your delight delights me. And that's how I know I actually uh, love you and cherish you. <laughs> I mean, that is my, like, do you know what this is? This is like the, I was going to say Rosetta Stone, the, the keystone of my, <laughs> of my community, weirdos. Yeah. Fellow weirdos. Yes. This, this, this unites us all. <laughs> and I've been looking here in Los Angeles. I've been desperately seeking desperately community seek oh i was gonna say des desperately seeking weirdos yeah yeah, yeah. a weirdo community mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. who are the who are the other weirdos out here yeah maybe it's uh maybe i'm just too old maybe all the other weirdos were all like booed up <laughs> yeah all the other weirdos are like married and have two babies you and i three animals <laughs> that's that's our world even as we speak mabel's roaming around the studio trying to get out onto the porch and I said, absolutely not. It's so funny the way she can't settle down when she enters a new space. She's like, I have to sniff the perimeter 12 times. Sniff the perimeter. You guys, <laughs> be before we get into the episode, what is so funny? The way that you switch gears is you guys. And it, it speaking of things that delight, like, that delights me. <laughs> when I say you guys. Yes, because I can see, because I know the, the, the machinery of your mind. I see <laughs> the, the gears turning. As you're shifting gears. Cool. As you're, as the, uh, the <laughs> gear shift in your mind. Oh God. What are, stop making indie album titles. No, okay? no, no. That's, first of all, that's a They Might Be Giant. That has to be a They Might Be Giant song. If it's not, <laughs> John and John, get on that for a dial a song. They'll be staring at me. You guys, <laughs> I was going to do you guys again. You guys, before we get into our sets from our most recent show, we got a little bit of plugs. Yes, if you live in Los Angeles, our next live show is December 7th, Saturday at the Virgil. It's Naomi's birthday. Yes, indeed. Saturday, December 7th, okay? It's my birthday. I swear to God, if people do not come to my show, I will cry. 
Okay, so I need you coming out. I am going to get a sheet cake. It will be chocolate with vanilla icing, so you know what you're getting into. And we also have a killer lineup. These are all people that we like. I said I wanted to make a lineup that was a gift to myself. So for Saturday, December 7th, we have Gareth Reynolds from The Dollop. One of our favorite podcasts. That is, when I say our, I mean literally like as a couple. That is maybe the one podcast that we agree on. Yes, that The Dollop and this one. And <laughs> also we'll have Elliot Glazer and Brent Sullivan, Lacey Mosley and Priscilla Davies, Deborah DiGiovanni and Natalie Perez. You guys, it is popping off. It is coming together. Also, January 17th, Andy and I will be doing couples therapy at Sketchfest in San Francisco. Where are my Bay Area people? January 17th, 10.30 p.m., Gateway Theater. We are putting together that lineup, but so far we have... Scott Thompson and Kevin McDonald from The Kids in the Hall. Oh, my God. I mean... I mean... They're, I mean... They bring you more joy than Lights, Camera Jackson. Yes. So, you guys, it's coming together if you are in L.A., if you are in San Francisco, and then also, you guys, okay, anyone in New York and surrounds, can you let us know if you would come to a couples therapy show if we did it around the holidays? Seriously, we need to keep a list. We're, we're going to be in New York over the holidays. We want to do a show, obviously not on Christmas Day, but, you know... Kind of in between Christmas and New Year's. Would you come to the Bell House for a show? You have to let me know because I can't. I cannot put it together if no one's gonna come on the third day of Kwanzaa. Okay, <laughs> so you have to tell me. What is the third day of Kwanzaa? Come through. Oh my God, Andy, I've forgotten. There was a time I had it. <laughs> I want to say Ujima, but you know what? Don't quote me on that. I used to know. I used to celebrate Kwanzaa every year. A couple more things. We have a Patreon. Two extra episodes a month, just me and Naomi, very intimate, getting into our emotions. People but fun. Love it. But fun. Yes. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I just want to say, like, it's a little deeper than just playing yes. Lights, Camera, Jackson. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to sign up for it, you can go to the website, CouplesTherapyPod.com, and click on Patreon. What, Naomi, you're touching my hand. What's up? I was just being whimsical. Keep oh. talking. <laughs> And also, every once in a while, we do advice episodes. We have a guest come in and we answer your questions. If you want to call in and leave a voicemail, the number is 323-524-7839. I didn't even have to look that up, Naomi. You know it now? You know it by heart? Yeah. And we have a couple great guests coming up. So yeah, call in, okay? So we can have one of our great guests handle your scandal. Okay. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, they're ready. I think they're ready for a comedy set. Uh, yes. Yeah, so November's show was off the hook. <laughs> 1999, coming back with an off the hook. <laughs> this first set, you guys, is from Jamie Loftus and Corey Johnson, friends and very hilarious comedians. Corey is a comic who performs all around the country and just moved to NYC. And Jamie is a writer, animator, who is also the co-host of the Bechtel cast. Yeah, and a writer on Robot Chicken. Yes, you've also seen her work on Comedy Central, Vice, Split Sider, and many other places. So strap in for these two women who honestly, they really come through vulnerable. They told us things and it was beautiful. <laughs> Roll it. Hi, how are Hi. you? Yeah, we, we match for the event. It's good because it's a podcast. It's <laughs> I think it's really nice that people will know that we looked exactly, exactly the, the same. same. I, I usually wear good. Crocs today. I'm like, oh, I'm going to wear a nice new shoe. And then she wears the fucking Crocs. And I wear the fucking matching, Crocs. I swear to God. I think it's nice. I think you wear the jellies. I wear the Crocs. And all together we are worth about, what, $45, 40, $45 between the two of us? 
Like it's a really powerful energy that we I, have. I really like it. I, uh, Jamie, Jamie and I. I oh my god! <laughs> tell him where did I? We met at a bar. We met at a bar. I saw Jamie yeah. perform stand-up comedy. Thank you so much. Um, and she told this wonderful bit about how uh, she wants Haley Joel Osment to go down on her. And current, I current, not fell in love yeah. <laughs> at first sight. As a gay woman, I said that one's mine. And. <laughs> Turns out she's straight. And I, was, well, no, well, but you would be surprised. <laughs> straight well, with with so many asterisks, it's almost as if I'm not actually straight yeah. after all, and I have some self-searching to do. You know? Yeah. No. Yeah. There. No. Because we, we met at that bar, and then like the the night that we met was the. I same, was taking Jaeger shots, just pounding them while you were sitting timidly. You were in actually the being very scary. Um, <laughs> I will say you were new to me and you were being very scary. Yeah. You were being very 22 years old at me, it yeah, felt yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't know what to make. I was like, there's a 22-year-old taking Jaeger shots literally at me. I don't know why. And and it was because my, my, my older crush was there and I thought that he was going to ask me out, but then he started crying about his ex, <laughs> right? But then Corey's And friend, then my friend tried to make out with him and then he said no and cried more. And, and then he asked me out, <laughs> which was great. And, and she said yes. I and did say yes, yes. And then we had sex two times and it was bad. And then, and then this is where it gets really interesting. Well, uh, no, Jamie sends me a friend request on Facebook and I said, wow, I cannot believe that this is happening. And I stand so right. hard. And then I became obsessed with you. And then you, you messaged me and you said, can we get an imbibement before our show? We were doing a show together. That's gross. And instead of drink, she said imbibement. I said, yeah, that's I sound gross. I like I'm wearing a fucking fedora <laughs> and I'm a 50 year old man. I'm like, hey, m'lady. <laughs> Will you get an Im What's thou get an imbi? I was asking a 22-year-old <laughs> to be my friend, and I sounded like a, a fucking mental. Like I was just like, "Milady, yeah. would you care to I go to a bar, which you can recently go to?" You know, and uh, and she did say yes. She uh, did. I had to Google imbibement first, and I was like, "Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. no, definitely, yeah." Oh, that's horrible. No, it's not good on either mm -hmm. end. Um, no, it is not. And then I we uh, we went and got Thai food together for the first time. Uh -huh. We hung out. And then we did a show that doesn't exist anymore. I think that's how comedians become friends, though, is they like meet each other, they go do a show that two weeks later is discontinued because... Because we did the show. And well, or and also because you're like, oh, it, we found out two weeks later that the people who hosted the show actually fucking hated each other <laughs> and wanted to murder each other, and then we were friends forever. And then we were friends, and well, we, we, we were friends, and then one day we bonded over something that we did not know we had in common, which well, is being so deeply attracted to uh, hideous celebrity men. Yes. Older, of course. Of course, much older. Of course, the, <laughs> The problem, so I think that I think that our main connection, and like shout out if you also feel the same way, but I'm pretty certain no one does. No one is that like we are the only two people in the world who are really deeply like attracted to Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> is anyone else like anyone seriously? Is anyone else? else like? Yeah, I get. Like, yeah. even if you were like, I guess under duress, maybe. If you under like understand the no concept, raise your hand. I. <laughs> no one wants to. No have one sex wants with to. Him. No one. And so well, that's why we're here on this earth. Um, he. He's dated some impressive people: Amanda Bynes, Tamara Mori, Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark. Emily. 
I'm, and you're just like, were these people like, what What were they on? Were they lobotomized before? I I'm think confused. that it is like a lobotomy situation. Yeah, I think it's a lobotomy because situation. Because we've both been lobotomized and <laughs> we want to fuck the man very badly. So I think that that really is the common. That's our, but that's but our we were both we both really wanted to have sex with Seth MacFarlane. And once we connected on that, I think that there was really no turning, turning back? back. No, you can't. That's a um, bond. That's an unbreakable bond. Well, I guess like what, what was your like your first? connect like I have like what was your first connection to because oh. I mean he's like he's like five eight right he's five eleven but has never looked an inch over five four and <laughs> first of all that's what I love there's about him. no way he's five eleven I don't believe that yeah that's what Google I says. think that he's got like little like little celebrity stilts <laughs> <laughs> you know okay so wait what um, was your wh- when did you realize that uh, you 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 loved him oh I was uh, not having a manic episode if you were wondering and no. <laughs> I was fine I and not having a break from my meds. I was uh, I started binge watching American Dad. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's okay, a fantastic okay. show. Andy Nothing like it. Andy loves it. Nothing like it. Truly. <laughs> and I went head over heels. I got an American Dad tattoo. I oh, yeah. when I say I like Seth MacFarlane. Um, <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. No. I think I people actually became actually deeply horrified. I know. Everyone got scared, and I'm sad. Yeah, they were like, "Oh, that's his light." Oh, this and isn't fun. a bit. Okay. And then they saw your tattoo, and they were like, "Oh my god, I think they're serious." Yeah. But it's fine. Keep what going. What was yours? What was yours? No, no, that's. Uh. What. Well, <laughs> Well, I was the first time I was ever fingered in high school was right. to, to a Family Guy episode, yes. and really there was no turning back from there. No. <laughs> there was, I first, I honestly first thought I was in love with Brian the dog. <laughs> that was the and really troubling part. I was like 16 years old and watching a lot of Brian the dog episodes, and I was like, wow, he's so sensitive. He, he's, <laughs> it but seems like, like he's really shell, but on the inside, yeah. but on the inside, and then I was just like, oh, hopefully I don't want to fuck a dog. Yeah. That was like my aspiration to not want to fuck a cartoon dog. And so when I found out that there was actually a man, a human man involved, I was thrilled. Um, uh, absolutely. And I, then also I, uh, I found, I, th- I think it was like connected to, because like, se- like the, that show makes all sorts of like horrible comments about, it. we're also sharing a single PBR just so you know. <laughs> Uh, but they're like they they made a comment on that show once that fully gave me an eating disorder that I have till this day. So okay, okay, no one's thrilled to hear that. I think it's very funny. No, yeah. Brian the dog said a hilarious thing about how uh, he wouldn't fuck a woman who looked a certain way, and I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna carry this for 20 years. I'm gonna take this through the rest of my life, and I think that it really yeah. hasn't affected my life at all, and I feel fine. Yeah. Oh, uh, anyway, I wrote a letter for Seth. Um, yes, wait, how how old were you when you wrote this letter? Five. No, <laughs> I wrote this letter today. Okay. <laughs> wrote this letter today. Okay, um, go ahead. If this starts bombing, I swear to fucking God. She's going to die, um, yeah. Dear Be careful. Mr. McFarlane, I just got out of therapy, so you're fresh on my mind. Uh-huh. <laughs> You see, Seth, my therapist said that while it's not the most harmful thing I could be doing, I could find better ways to cope with my trauma than watching Seth MacFarlane's savage moments on YouTube. I beg to differ. Uh, my favorite Sav moment is the one where you, <laughs> where Bill Maher asks if you're gay and you say, I love an ass fucking just as much as the next guy. So epic uh-huh. and extremely savage. That's really funny. My therapist suggesting that I stop watching her savage moments made me think about how you never really get the credit you deserve. <laughs> 
All people really bring up is the, uh, is the song you sang about boobs at the Oscars in 2013 and the talking cartoon baby and the fact that you frequently post New Yorker cartoons on your Instagram. But do you ever hear them talking about your beautiful duet with Nora Jones? No. no. You do not. Sometimes I will be at a party and I will say, okay, Google, play If I Had a Talking Picture of You by Seth MacFarlane and Nora Jones and everyone at the party gets mad at me. <laughs> Society is fucked up. And when it comes to your music, honestly, Sinatra who? <laughs> you have the voice of an angel and those videos you post of yourself playing the piano on Instagram, hot, or should I say giggity? I like... <laughs> As someone with a moderate to severe hand videos. fetish, you have, some, <laughs> you have some nice paws. A little hairy, but nothing we can't fix. As far as your shows, yes, Family Guy changed television forever, but American Dad changed me forever. Sometimes I'll show people my American Dad tattoo after I have sex with them and they will ghost me, which is a win-win situation in the long run for both of us. People always also look past the fact that you've dated Amelia Clark, Tamara Mori, Adrena Patridge, and Amanda Bynes, which is an extremely impressive lineup. Sure, you can't hold a relationship for longer than a year, but we're kindred spirits in that sense. Uh, and then I say that he looks 5'4". And then I say XOXO. He does XOXO. look at, he is five, Oh, and then no your way. veneers are looking better than ever, XOXO, Corey. <laughs> Thank you. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Thank you. That was troubling, no. I think. The fact I, that I wrote that in 15 minutes, I was just like, mm, that's how I feel. No, I think that that's like a beautiful... No <laughs> research had to be done. It's tragic. No, we truly know so much. I mean, it was recently his birthday. He's what? Is he's he a, a Scorp. He's, he's like a Scorpio. Scorpio Libra, so Scorpio Pass. That's just crazy. so Seth. It's that's not so Seth. So Seth is, is the crazy thing. Scorpio. Because he's not a Libra, but he's cuspy, but you're like, no, Scorpio, what a bitch. Well, well, as you know, I've been having the, this is like when we first realized this, uh, I've been having the same sex dream about same. Seth MacFarlane since I was 12 years old, and he's, he's the only person I've ever had a sex dream about <laughs> in my entire life. Why don't you share it, Where, Jamie? Wow, let's really set it up. Okay. <laughs> So I used to have this dream that like I, so in the dream I'm always like 12-ish, which <laughs> is important to knowing <laughs> what happens in the dream. So in the dream I win a radio contest uh, to like hang out with Seth MacFarlane and I'm so excited. It's a radio contest because in the dream canonically it's 2005, right? <laughs> And so I'm flown to Beverly Hills. It's so, I'm like, this is the best day of my life. I go to his mansion, right? He's got a mansion. It's like the house from Beauty and the Beast, right? <laughs> I go ding dong. Seth MacFarlane himself answers the door and he's wearing a hat. He says, my lady, right? He welcomes me and I'm 12. I go into his house unsupervised, right? And we're like hitting it off, we're friends. Right, and then he's like, do you want to see my art? Right, and I say, yes, of course. And he shows me around, and it's a dream, so it's just, he's like, this is a Picasso, and this is a Picasso. <laughs> I didn't know any other artist, so he had a lot of Picassos wow, so at his house. Right, and we're vibing. I'm 12, but we're vibing, you know? In the dream, we're vibing. And then he's like, let's go upstairs, and even though I'm 12, I know what that means. And I'm like, yeah, let's go upstairs, right? And so we go up the stair, the staircase from Beauty and the Beast, 
and <laughs> he's like, oh, let me show you my Picassos upstairs. <laughs> and he's showing me his Picassos upstairs. And as <laughs> I've told Corey about this dream so many times. So in the dream, I'm looking at a Picasso, and I don't know exactly what happens, but I know that I turn my back to Seth MacFarlane, which is important because the next thing I know, I'm tumbling down the staircase. I, someone or something has pushed me down the stairs, right? And both of my legs are broken. <laughs> so I'm at the bottom of the stairs. I'm 12 years old. Both of my legs are broken badly. One is sticking out <laughs> of the side. And Seth MacFarlane's at the top of the stairs. And he's like, oh, my God. This is so bad. And then he... <laughs> And I'm like, I'm in the dream, so I can't feel pain. So I'm like, I'm okay. Come down and see me, right? right. And so he descends the staircase, real like Rhett Butler style. <laughs> and he goes to like look at my legs and he's like, they're definitely broken, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then he scoops me up, but I'm cor it's kind of like hot. Like he's like, he picked, he's like, I've got you. And I'm like, ah, oh, <laughs> right? Because it's a dream. I can't feel that my legs are bleeding everywhere. And he's like, oh, let's, I'll, I'll put you in my bed. Right? And I, was, and I know, because I'm 12, <laughs> what that means. He, like, rests me in his bed. And then even in the dream, he, like, knows that he's done something wrong. <laughs> Because I'm 12. Besides you being 12, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I'm Besides 12. Besides flying a 12-year-old out I'm to see what you're bed, yeah, yeah. And both of my legs are broken. <laughs> and he sets them. Yeah. First of all. And I go, oh, right? Yeah. It's hot. And then he's like, Jamie, what can I do to make this right? Because he knows my parents are going to call. And, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. Maybe you should marry me and bring me to the Bahamas. And then he does. And that's the dream. And your parents are like, hell yeah. Now Isn't that great for us? So um, to conclude. <laughs> to conclude. Some concluding thoughts. We are what do you so horny over these older men. It is disgusting. And thank God there's someone to bond with it over. And really, I think at the end of the day, it is because we are in love with each other. <laughs> That's the real problem. We're, like, um, we're pretty sure this man is gay and we're also in love with him, but also each other. But and I, for sure I'd he's 5'3". Okay, have a great <laughs> night. <laughs>I'm here, I'm holding Mabel like a little baby. Always my fave. She wanted to come up into my lap. Naomi, up next is our set. Do you remember anything about it? You were loopy as fuck. Oh, yes. Okay, you guys, I just started a new antidepressant cocktail, and <laughs> when I tell you I was off the rails, I was off the rails. So this set is loosey-goosey-goofy. Loosey-goosey-goofy. So, just no... Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. For that, <laughs> be open to it. Be, Hear uh, me now. Know that I was uh, often trying to figure Naomi out on stage. Yep. <laughs> yep. So I'm like, I'm the weird one. What are you doing? You're encroaching on my territory. I know. Okay, so have fun and accept me for who I am or who I was at this moment. <laughs> Mabel, do you want to say roll it? Roll it. No, we're feeling good. I mean, I'm a, you know I'm loopy as hell. Anybody else got fucked up by Daylight Savings? Yes, I'm like, I'm still not here. And it was only a damn hour. I don't understand how I lost my mind. Like, because it just feels like Literally, it was like 4.30, and I was like, I guess I go to bed now? You know what I mean? It's like pitch black. Do you have a routine? I mean, I know the answer, but do you have a routine for the audience? What do you mean a routine? Because I have a routine. I do certain things at certain times of the day, and oh. so when daylight savings rears its disgusting head, right. it really fucks me up. Oh, no, I don't have a routine other than sleep. You know what I mean? That's all I'm 24 into. 24 hours of sleep? That's a good routine. <laughs> I mean, 18 if I'm lucky. 18 hours if all's going well, okay? <laughs> Check a couple emails, make a meal, have a rest. It was a big meal. <laughs> then you get up after that meal, you know, maybe go to a comedy show. That's two hours, you know? That's what I like. They, they don't like it. They don't respect me. I thought I would be vulnerable. They didn't give a fuck. Where are people who sleep the majority of the day away in the audience? Depressives, where you at? I just started Wellbutrin. I mean, I'm feeling a little pep, I will say. This Wellbutrin, it's a little something. It's a little something. It's feeling a touch like meth, okay? It is feeling a touch like meth. You know, day three, hopefully we'll leave it out. <laughs> what else is it? Well, I was about to say what else is the news. I don't know why I said that. Uh, no, no, this is exciting. We try not to talk about politics on the show, but there were a bunch of elections back east, and this was, I thought this was interesting. I really sound like I'm doing a late night I know, that's why I'm like, okay, go for it. Uh, no, I saw that in uh, Columbus, Indiana, there, uh, the Democrats retook the city council, Whew. and that is the, if I, if I read it correctly, that's the uh, home city of Mike Pence. Oh, I love that shit. I am horned up yeah. for that. That is true electoral shade. Oh, yes, Ooh. girl. You've been watching Pose. Electoral shade. Electoral shade. That is so true. There were some very good results, you know, and I was like, okay, I'm feeling good, you know? Lowell Butrin, a couple Dems, and I'm like, I'm back. 2020, watch out! I know, it's a real, everything's a real roller coaster. Daylight Savings takes you down, you hear about some elections, that takes you back up. Yep, yep. What? It's uh, are, Do you feel like our, our lives in general are a real emotional roller coaster? Well, certainly I'm a handful, don't you think, Andrew? Emotionally speaking? Uh, you said not to talk out in front of I, company. I, <laughs> that's true. I did not mean to entrap you. I did not mean to entrap you. That is true. Ooh, that Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> but, but I can't... Like, you know it's a roller coaster because he will literally walk into the living room to see me crying to Leah Remini, Scientology in the aftermath. <laughs> And he's just like, okay, maybe stop watching it. And I'm like, no, she is fighting for justice with them nails. And I just like can't stop. 
So it's like, I'm crying over that. So you know it's a roller coaster when it comes to real shit affecting me. <laughs> Where are you at emotionally? What you feeling in your gut? I feel like I'm sensing a vibe off of you. I'm, I'm feeling weird. I mean, I'm weird in general, but I'm feeling extra weird tonight for some reason. Interesting. Why? Is it the hoodie? It. <laughs> no. <laughs> you, no, I let, no, you always wear a hoodie, but I just felt in this moment, I saw you and I was like, you're rocking three layers right now. Oh, like, yeah. Like, is it getting to, you know what I mean? It's, it's hotter three... than I thought it would be, but yes. I thought, See? look, I don't know, I'm not that fashion conscious, but I thought, look, we have a nice button up. Yep. We have a little colored undershirt. Uh-huh. And then you, you, like, soften it. You soften the dressiness with a hoodie. You dress it down. Yes. You dress it down. You make it approachable. You want to come out even. Okay. Have you been watching 10, France? Look at you coming together with looks. Dress it up, dress it down. I mean, is this a French tuck? No. No. That's fine, though. You'll get there eventually. <sighs> you don't know what to talk about? What? I wanna, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling fucking wild. How's this? I'll tell you... 100% honestly, we said backstage, okay, here's three things we're going to talk about. Yeah. And then there was something I forgot, and now I'm like struggling to remember what it was. The only thing I can think of is talking about Thanksgiving, which is coming up. <sighs> what are we going to do? We don't have any plans for Thanksgiving, and it's a real, it's real. I don't mind, okay? Andrew minds. He, you want, like, you want to do a thing or go to a thing. I was thinking about this. I was taking uh, our dog for a walk, and I was thinking about why do I care about Thanksgiving? Because I don't care about most holidays. Yeah. And uh, it seems to be, I'm like I said, I'm kind of weird. It's like the one thing where I line up with the rest of culture, where I'm doing the same thing everyone else, because I'm Jewish, so I don't get any of those holidays that everyone else <laughs> is celebrating. Yeah. I get... Thanksgiving. Oh, That's I the see. one okay. holiday. Okay. I'm, right. I couldn't. Yes. I don't align anywhere else on culture. Yes. I couldn't name. I don't align anywhere else on culture. I couldn't like, name more than why, one. That's why you don't align. Because you use that phrase, girl. I couldn't name more than one Ariana Grande song. <laughs> I feel like that's the measure. How many people can name more than one Ariana Grande song? By applause and woots. See, yeah, don't be ashamed of it. It's not a, yeah, it's not a thing to be ashamed of. Yeah, you yeah. know, it means you are in cars, you are hearing radios, you know what's happening. Yeah, I'm the outlier. <laughs> Thank you. Next, that's it. Yes. Yes. And I'll tell you, the only reason I know it is because we were singing "Thank You Shrek" around the house. Yeah. That's yep. the only reason I know it. We're whimsical. Uh, it was literally like the funniest thing to me for two days straight was thank you Shrek I'm so fucking grateful for my donkey you know it's so dumb that's like literally the dumbest thing you gotta do the Scottish <laughs> accent you gotta, I can't donkey. do it donkey I can do great it great Scottish can... accent can we all agree thank you <laughs> someone goes yes it was like very factual she is taking notes <laughs> and I respect that I like I like when an audience is like correct mm. <laughs> You have been assessed, <laughs> so that's good. Well, I've been taking dialect lessons for the last two years just to get that one word is correct. Is that what you've been doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, someone here is classically trained. That's why they clap. Or do we have a real Scottish person in the audience? Andy, that would be crazy. That would be crazy. Anyone from the Isles? No! <laughs> it's a Tuesday. <laughs> the Isles don't come out till the weekend. Um... What do you feel about Thanksgiving? Like, do you want to go... Now, uh, we've talked before. 
I don't, know, I don't know if you listen. Uh, this is also a podcast, just so you know. Yeah. This is uh, being taped. If you right. laugh particularly loud, okay, like if you're you'll not be able to hear it. Podcasting, what are you doing? Okay, <laughs> you need to be making them both. Okay, it needs to be a two-screen experience. Um, uh, we've talked about black Thanksgiving versus white Thanksgiving before. Correct. So I don't know if you have any particular feeling about wanting to go celebrate white Thanksgiving with well, anyone. Well, that's the thing. I'm less into white Thanksgiving. And it's really just a matter... It's just a matter of seasonings, okay? And, you know, I just feel like when I want to do Thanksgiving, like, I'm thinking what I want is my mom's food and, like, the hookup of the stuffing, okay, and the mac and cheese. You know how mac and cheese can be divisive for communities, <laughs> for families, you know? And, like, you, you're vegetarian. You're really happy. You're happy huh. with just mashed yeah. potatoes and a glazed carrot. Okay? You can literally... That's his jam. That's his jam and his jump off. And I'm like, we could do that any day. That's why I'm feeling weird about it. Okay. When I, when I was like, oh, yeah, we'll talk about Thanksgiving. That's why I'm feeling weird. What? I don't even have Thanksgiving anymore as a vegetarian. <laughs> oh, God. Everyone else is carving the turkey. And there's always just, like, someone plops down, like, a, really, like a lukewarm tofurkey at best. Oh, if you're lucky. And that's vegetarian Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. And everyone else is digging in. They're shoving their fingers into that turkey carcass. <laughs> shoving and their I, fingers in. Yeah. That's what I'm in my yeah, head. I'm imagining yeah, 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 everyone yeah, yeah. tearing into it. Just yeah. animals. Like Truly. Day of the Dead or something. Yeah. Um, and I'm just there with this like sad little tofurkey. I don't even have that anymore. That's where this ambivalence is coming from. Okay. I have nothing. I'm. <laughs> yep. You all have everything together. You have Ariana you all Grande. Have everything. You have Ariana Grande. You have Thanksgiving. What do I have? You don't know there there'd be like 12 vegans in this audience okay you don't know that not everybody shares the thanksgiving experience but here's the thing though if you just like sides anyway we can just have some sides at home <laughs> would that feel sad if we sat on our couch for thanksgiving put on a house hunters international marathon Correct. and just sat with a big bowl of mashed potatoes is that sad Okay, that was that was on the border of resounding. Okay, wow, <laughs> and they said, wow, no, wow. I'm telling you, that's all. I don't, I don't. I'm not gonna cook a turkey for myself. Okay, that's rock bottom. And so, no, if just, you just imagine want... us sitting on the couch. I have a giant bowl of mashed potatoes. You just have a giant turkey in front of you, and then we're watching TV. And then we're yelling at people about which international homes they've chosen, as though we're better than them. <laughs> It actually doesn't sound like a bad Thanksgiving to me. Boom, we got it. Thanksgiving is planned. You gotta talk it out, people. That's your first lesson from couples therapy. Hey, young world, the world is yours. It is I, OCT, the producer of the Baller Alert Show podcast, featuring none other than myself and the kid Ferrari Simmons with your favorite Ethiopian Sue Solo. <laughs> Show podcast is here for you, keeping you in the know with the latest of your favorite celebrities, current events, and providing free games to the listeners in need. So join the talk of the town because it's going down. It's the Baller Alert Show podcast, baby. Don't, Don't you ever forget. We not only cover the latest in entertainment, but we bringing you the entertainment directly from the source. That's right. We have celebrity guest hosts, exclusive interviews, and it all goes down on the Baller Alert Show podcast. We are your number one source for the culture. So, like DJ Khaled says, don't ever play yourself. Join the conversation today. Head on over to the Ball Alert Show and join me, Ferrari Simmons. Join me, Sue Solo, and it's all produced by me, OCT, on the Ball Alert Show podcast. Available on iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
And we are back. I told you it was loopy, but you know what? I wanted you to hear it anyway. Because yeah. I'm going to show you all of me. Now. Oh, what a great movie. Lily Tomlin and Steve Martin. You've never seen it? No. Oh, we got to watch that. All right. That'll give us something to do. <laughs> <laughs> We're always looking for stuff to watch together. We just started. I never really saw any of the episodes of Billy on the Street. Right. And I am going gaga. It's on Netflix now. He's and we gagging are, for it. You I guys. am gagging for it, Naomi. You know what else I'm gagging uh, for? What? This the next set from our lives out. <laughs> I don't know, but I was saying we're always looking for stuff to watch again. That's our like new yeah, obsession. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Besides yeah. watching clips of Lights Camera Jackson. <laughs> you guys this- Don't laugh at him, laugh with him. Why are you so damn loud? Because I'm watching I'm Billy too- on the street lately. <laughs> Mary and Joseph. This next set comes from Arden Marine and Dana Gould. They're actors, comedians, and longtime friends. You know Dana from his work on The Simpsons, I'm Dying Up Here, and his show Stand Against Evil, and his podcast, The Dana Gould Hour. Arden hosts the podcast, Will You Accept This Rose? And you've seen her on shows like Netflix's Insatiable, Shameless, and Fresh Off the Boat. So you know what? These are two old friends who are coming through, telling us their history, their truth. It's a fun time. Get into it. Roll it. I'm wearing shorts under my skirt. I have no, it looks like I'm not wearing pants. I'm not, but I do have shorts under here. Hi! Dana, Dana's not wearing pants. I'm not wearing pants. Um, thank you all. Uh, thanks for uh, coming down tonight. Um, Arden and I first met on a sitcom on NBC. This was back when there were um, four networks. <laughs> yeah. And uh, to change the channel on your television set, you had to walk across the room and turn a knob with your bare hand like a monkey in a lab test trying to win a raisin. Yeah. Uh, we were on a show on NBC called Working. We were on a show called Working Together. Which wasn't and was canceled. <laughs> we did it with... <laughs> It was my first show I ever booked. I got it from New York City. It was starring TV's Fred Savage from the Wonder Years. From the Wonder Years. From the Wonder Years. Um, and uh, it was in the it was in the uh, it was in the nineties. And it was in the height of must see TV. And right. I was like the wacky NBC Office redhead. So right. they had it was me and Kathy Griffin and Vicky Lewis were like the the yes. wacky redhead. Yes, that's but that's I right. wasn't fucking Nick Nolte. Hey. No. <laughs> That's a very specific reference. That's right. I think there's still a couple. Um, I confuse him with Gary And we won't talk about who Kathy slept with. Um, <laughs> Dana was fucking Nick Nolte. <laughs> I don't know, Dana. Should we fucking again? Ah, hell. Ah, hell. I was, I was, um... So here's the point. Here's the point. No, we met. It was. It was. It was literally before cell phones. I got the job from New York. I came out here where they handed you a thing called the Thomas Guide. I was like 21 years old, and it, the Thomas Guide. He, you have no. If nothing else, the Apple Steve Jobs did the goods to not have to be handed. It was like a 500-page book right. that was like you try to find your way from fucking like San Vicente, not the one. There's like three San Vicentes, and you'd have to go to like page L78, and it was a disaster. It was before Waze would steer you through a lake to avoid a stop sign. <laughs> you know. um, but uh, what was interesting is. It was also before um, 
sort of the, the social awareness that we have now. In fact, all of our really good stories from the first year that we yeah. knew each other would today result in a career-ending scandal. Not for me. Um, Not for me. I'd be rich. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be um, so rich. But I think that... Uh, the, the, it was me and Arden and uh, Fred Savage and a guy named Steve uh, Steve Heitner Steve Heitner who was Kenny Banya on Seinfeld he was Banya he was like it's uh, gold dear gold and um, we were Jerry uh, Steve and I specifically were like uh, junkyard dogs without the elegance and sophistication <laughs> and, and Arden and Steve both witnessed what I would have to say is the worst thing I've ever done I mean, professionally. I'm gonna be on, like the worst thing any human's ever done on earth. Okay, right. I I'm 21 right. years old. I grew up in Little Compton, Rhode Island. I grew up in a town with a general store right. and no stoplights, and somehow I've managed my way onto a fucking NBC sitcom. I meet these ding dongs, right? right? These are the only people I know in Los Angeles. I don't know anyone but these guys, and I witness Dana. Dana is dressed in a full men's okay. suit and wearing a court jester right. hat. It was, the, it was the Christmas episode of the show, and I was dressed as a court jester. Sure. Uh, in an office. It was sort of the office, but not entertaining, the way the office was. Without but the it success. did, like the office, occupied space and had mass. Um, Let's put it this way. We premiered the same year as Will and Grace, and we got snow globes for Christmas, and they got Porsches. Right. <laughs> Um, yeah, we were comedy's answer to Will and Grace. Um, and, uh, and so uh, this was the Christmas special episode, and it was uh, we had a, a suckling pig on stage. They had like a real dead was, pig was that rotting. stink. It was rotting. If, if you've ever read the book Lord of the Flies, <laughs> try to imagine that. Yeah. Um, so I go in in the morning, and we had a hairdresser named Desmond, yep. who was a, a, a lovely, uh, a lovely guy. Uh, was a was a drag queen. Yes. And then during the day was a makeup artist, and he was very flamboyant uh, but talented. Yeah, great and elegant and, and hilarious Beautiful. and wonderful. Um, so I came in to get you know my hair done, which is this is a little toupee I like to call the Shatner five thousand. Um, <laughs> you had to put all your extensions right. in. You had to put your wig on. It's important to say that, but since this story, I I've gotten married. I've, and divorce. Uh, and divorce. <laughs> Uh, I've become a father. I have children. Yeah. I, 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 I like Arden and I have known each other so long. We've, we've grown. This story takes place before that event. True. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So I go in to get my hair done, whatever. And uh, Desmond says, my grandmother died last night. Yeah. And I said, oh God, Desmond, I'm so sorry. And he went, that's ah, okay. I didn't really know her. Okay. True, now, but it's still, I his, it's still his dead grandmother. Right, and I should dad. have known, oh, he doesn't want to talk about it, is what I should have thought. I didn't think that. Okay. So then, 12 hours later, we're, we're on stage, we're surrounded back. by the smell of dead pig. We're jammed into a hallway. I'm right there, jammed into a hallway on a bell, about to go out, and uh, Desmond is like futzing with Dana's hair. And there's a lot of people in a small there's space. There's a lot of people on. We're about to go act, and we find out that well, Michael. No, no Mike, Desmond comes in. Desmond comes in very upset. That Michael Hutchins from NXS has just died, and he asks, "How did he die? Oh my God, how did he die?" And Dana says. I heard he beat himself to death with your grandmother. Yes! 
Yes. Because you know what I asked? Because he didn't seem upset about his grandmother, but he seemed upset about Michael Hutchins. Yes. Which I thought was kind of ridiculous. He looked at him and said he beat himself to death with your grandmother. Which is the perfect crime. I mean, and then they were like, and action. (laughs) What was so amazing in that moment and this is when I knew Dana. I knew I, I was dealing with a very special, beautiful mind. I was like, first of all, he thought of it. Okay, like, he thought of it. He thought, he thought of it. Like, that actually occurred to him. Second of all, he didn't filter it. Third, he said it to Desmond's face. Like, you didn't say it to me or no. Fred. You no, said it, it to right Desmond. You said it to Desmond. And... Yeah. <laughs> No, it wasn't my proudest moment. Uh, mine either, because I was like, I'm such a, you know, a New England people pleaser that sure. I like panicked, you know, because I just want to make it nice. You had feelings. I had feelings, but I panicked and I burst into nervous laughter. Like, like I just like. Which didn't help your case with Desmond either. No, no, it was just like. <laughs> like, and it was so. Your grandmother's corpse is a weapon. I'm like, oh my God. And, um. It was, it was, I just couldn't believe the speed of your brain and the darkness was spectacular. Well, well. and then <laughs> you said that you had an FTD, you had like the back. Yeah, I had, of an, I FTD. had an FTD uh, florist on speed dial, and I just the next day that place was just a bukkake of floral arrangements <laughs> and just a blizzard of apology I notes. <laughs> don't actually know what bukkake is. I have a general idea. Yeah, you I don't want to know. Don't think I want to know. If you've ever seen one of those videos, and I don't recommend you do, I don't need to. Just turn down the volume and play. I see trees of green, red roses too. No, it was a different time. For example, yeah, uh, we all went to Las Vegas yeah. to uh, the AVN Awards or whatever it was called. The I didn't. The CES. I didn't. The <laughs> it was at the time it was called the Consumer Electronics Show, and it was the porn star convention I didn't because count. it's the perfect combination of naked bodies under fluorescent lighting. <laughs> um, what could be more appetite? And just women with uh, dead eyes, like a lizard sunning itself on a rock. I wasn't it's, with you. No, I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Steve, Steve, and I were there. Yeah. And uh, there's oh my god, ha- that's right. Handouts of like at the time there the. Video cassettes. Hand up. Anybody? Video cassettes. Oh, my God. Um, They were vinyl discs. um, And uh, they would have an 8x10 color handout of the cover. And so we're just... And it was me and Stephen and David Cross and my my fiancé at the time and a a bunch of people. And I just hear Steve Heitner giggling. Oh, my God. Oh, no. (laughs) And I go, what is it? And uh, he holds up the thing of a a movie entitled Fuck My Dirty Shithole, The Movie. (laughs) As opposed to the musical. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so we said, we, he had a pile of these handouts. Yeah, he did. And he said, we, can we have all of these? We'll buy them all. He goes, no, they're free. We want to buy the stack. And he said, well, that's not my best movie. My best movie is this thing called Miscreants. And we went, we don't care. Uh, so Steve and I got them and we lined the inside of Fred Savage's desk. Yes. We came in very early. Yeah. And carefully lined 
the inside of all of his desk drawers. Kevin of TV's Kevin right. Arnold. What was funny was <laughs> Kevin Arnold. Yeah, And, and then, that's when I wondered, would I ever see Winnie Cooper again? Yeah. Fuck my dirty shit all the right. movie. What? So Fred comes in and opens Daniel his, Stern takes over. Opens the drawer and laughs. And then it's funny. And then what Stephen, I don't think, is right. And now a teamster has to spend two hours oh scraping those off the I'm inside. Like, Fuck my dirty yeah. shit off. It was, again, anything that we did would have ended in a career-ending calamity. But here's a funny thing. Yes, sir. Uh, I was in your wedding party. Yes. And every couple in your wedding party ended in disaster. Everybody got divorced within six months after we got married, guys. Everybody got divorced. Four couples. Right. Everybody. All of them. Our officiant, our, the bridesmaid, uh, all the flower girls' families got split up. Everybody. Uh, yeah. Everyone. Everybody. Did you ever give any thought to that? I was what like, that who says about seems you? like they're on the brink of like, I was, yeah, I was like, I just, I just wanted to really just suck all the love out and just yeah. like make it good. Now, when you get married, the minister says, till death do you part. Yeah. And that's just God's way of saying, I can get you out of this. <laughs> It's a little extreme. So the way I see it, I didn't get divorced. I cheated death. You did cheat death. Dana's wedding was spectacular. Dana, Dana got married outside in Hawaii, and he had right. a priest. They had to because you because your wife Space was Catholic, priest. and like so that in order to get married not in the church, you had to find this. I'm Catholic. But uh, but it wasn't important to her that she wanted yeah. a Catholic wedding, right? And no. so and that so you found this person who would do it, and he looked like a space. He was like Puli Coke. He was like so a he space, was space priest. He was space priest five thousand. He wore like a white gown and had the shock of what he looked like Jeffrey Epstein. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, he did. God rest his soul. Um, <laughs> Too what soon, do you say Dana. when it's an evil person and they're dead? Jeffrey Epstein, God. Kick him in the throat. I don't know what to say. May God get a very sandpaper tongue depressor and just right in the base of his taint. Just okay. Scrape, 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 scrape. I don't know what he. Watching you have so. to keep a straight face, like it was such a highlight of it my was, life. Watching was, you have yeah. to go face to face with with this. It was like a Stephen. He looked like Stephen Wright with longer yeah. hair and in like a robe. And it was my wedding. It was his wedding. And at one point, at the end of the wedding, he puts his hands on my my uh, my uh, future ex-wife's head and my, <laughs> and my head, and he ends the the wedding by going, "And in the spirit of aloha, <laughs> Puli Coco." Yeah. <laughs> and I look out into the audience at my friend Jay Kogan, and I just lock eyes with Jay Kogan, and Jay does this. <laughs> like, like, whatever you're thinking, don't. And I didn't. And that's an example of the growth that I experienced. Yeah. Between Desmond and, and that, that's and that true. amount of time. All right, yeah. you guys. Come on. Whoo, what a time to be alive. The 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, the 90s. What a, what a time. Truly. You guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. We will be back next week. And until then, we love you. <laughs> good night and good luck. My name is Kimberly Drew. If I've learned anything in my years of studying and uplifting black artists, it's that we all have the power to create something beautiful. That's why I'm pleased to introduce you to people who have broken down boundaries in fencing and helped to create the first ever smart store. They're a big deal, and it's time we give them our attention. 
Listen to Your Attention, Please, a Hulu podcast with iHeartRadio on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's inspired by Your Attention, Please, now streaming on Hulu. Watch for a fresh point of view on Black history. Hey, young world, the world is yours. It is I, OCT, the producer of the Baller Alert Show podcast, featuring none other than myself and the kid Ferrari Simmons with your favorite Ethiopian Sue Solo. The Baller Alert Show podcast is here for you, keeping you in the know with the latest of your favorite celebrities, current events, and providing free games to the listeners in need. So join the talk of the town because it's going down. It's the Baller Alert Show podcast, baby. Don't, Don't you ever forget only cover the latest in entertainment but we bringing you the entertainment directly from the source that's right we have celebrity guest hosts exclusive interviews and it all goes down on the bother alert show podcast we are your number one source for the culture so like dj Khaled says don't ever play yourself join the conversation today head on over to the ball alert show and join me ferrari simmons join me Sue solo and it's all produced by me oct on the ball alert show podcast available on iHeartRadio app on apple podcast or wherever you Get your podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.